Bidzy Small Business Society, number 29. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society and today I am joined by Stephen Wessner. Stephen is the CEO of Predictive ROI and the host of the brilliant Onward Nation podcast. He is the author of two best-selling books, and his digital marketing insights have been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, The Washington Post, and more. If you want to learn more about SEO, social networking, and digital marketing today, you're in the right place. Welcome, Stephen. Can you tell us more about yourself personally than about your business? Well, I, I would be happy to, but you know, first off, Rob, thanks for the invitation. It's very kind of you, and absolutely, it's a delight to be here with with your audience and, and chat about some of these really important topics. And um, you know, I think that's a, a really good overview. And, and so, predictive ROI is a is a digital agency. Although I I really kind of hate that term a little bit, but you know, essentially, we help clients you know increase traffic, leads, and sales. But you know, lots of companies do that, quite frankly, and do a really good job at it. Um, I think what, what makes us unique and distinctive, maybe, is the fact that that we're that if a company has really good baselines and a good kind of data stream, if you will, um, we're, we're so bold as to be able to look at that data and then be able to say to Mr. or Ms. Business Owner that we feel so confident about our ability to increase your traffic leads and sales that we will actually guarantee your sales increase. Um, and so if you're a two or three or $4 million company, we'll be able to guarantee a 300% return on investment on the fee that is paid to us. And we love being able to do that, create, create big wins. And you mentioned Onward Nation, where I get a chance to hang out every day with uh, America's top business owners so we can kind of get in their heads and really understand how they think, act, and achieve, which, which as you're experiencing with your own podcast is so much darn fun yes. to be able to do that. So e- even if we didn't have any listeners, I think I would still <laughs> do it because of the amazing stuff that you get to learn. So anyway, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely, Stephen. So you talk about uh, guarantee. Can you explain that a little bit more and how can you be so bold as to offer a guarantee with your services? Yeah, you know, great question, and it, it's still a little bit amazing to me that predictive ROI in this small midwestern town of La Crosse, Wisconsin, would be bold enough to make such a claim. <laughs> well, it's been my experience over the last twenty-three years, really since the advent of the commercial internet, that that clients, business owners, are just tired. They're just tired of working with with you know, vendors, if you will, nobody who's really a partner, uh, and, and really being able to stand behind what it is that they say that they will do. Um, and so if a company has 
you know, good baselines, meaning that they've had Google Analytics for a while, that they understand some of their click metrics, that they that they have an email list, and we can go in and look at the behavior of um, somebody moving from you know just a visitor on the website into an opt-in, into then a lead, into then a proposal, into then a purchase. If we can look at that behavior and really understand what that why somebody does what it is that they do, and we can critique and review the sales team. We can look at the average order value. We can get a really good sense for how that company makes money and understand what their competitors are doing in the marketplace. Then we can put that into what we call the predictive ROI method. And we're able to identify the eight money-draining mistakes and the eight money-making opportunities using the client's own data. And then at the end of that kind of formulation, if you will, be able to see how we can uh, deliver a 300% return on investment on the fee that they pay us. Um, and then it, it, uh, it leads to big wins. It all boils down to science. So Stephen, when did you realize, what was that point when you saw that there was a need for the services that you provide? What was happening, say, with social media specifically, where you saw an opportunity to help others with their business and subsequently your own business? Well, I, I would like to say that it was like this one defining moment in time when, you know, there were you know, this kind of like epiphany moment of, oh my goodness, yeah, that's the secret. Uh, and, and, and it wasn't, it was just like in life, this, you know, compounding effect, which is a brilliant book by my mentor, Darren Hardy, if your audience hasn't read it. But um, anyway, and it was, you know, I was working at a, uh, an agency in La Crosse, Wisconsin in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And, 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 and I felt so confident about this SEO process that I had developed that I'm like, you know, I think that we could guarantee somebody's Google rankings, which was looked at like, that's just crazy. Why in the world would you do that? And that's not being, you know, disrespectful to the agency. At that time, nobody was doing that. Why in the world would you take that, you know, such a risk? So, but I had that sort of like, you know, kind of conversation, right? And then and then I wrote a book on SEO. And then one of our very first clients at Predictive ROI um, said to me um, when he was reviewing our proposal for a contract, he said, um, he goes, you know, uh, this sounds interesting, but I wonder if you would be willing to guarantee the results. And it was like that moment in time when you're on the phone and you're like, considering it and you really, you know, want to be able to do this business and you feel really good about what it is that you can do. And you're like, heck yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and so it was kind of like Sesame street when you see these words kind of coming out your mouth and you're like, who in the world is talking? Oh my gosh, that's me. That's my voice saying that. Anyway, uh, so I come home to my wife and I said, Hey, guess what? You know, I got that contract. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, um, <clears throat> Guaranteed the results. <laughs> very, very bold. So, Stephen, with our business, we launched on June first of last year, and we've certainly had some struggles in understanding SEO and you know getting our heads wrapped around social media marketing as well. What are some of the challenges that businesses are facing online, and what are some of your specific challenges in working with businesses and getting them to sort of you know buy what you're selling? You know, another excellent question. Um, so with respect to search, I, I think that the vast majority of companies are lazy when it comes to creating content. And, you know, it's such a buzzwordy term. Oh, you got to create content. You got to create content. There's a real kind of misunderstanding about what is good and what isn't. And also what is Google friendly and what isn't. Um, and, you know, I think that that just sort of implies that for Google, you need to do one thing. For human visitors, you need to do another. And no, you don't need to do that. Google will reward you if you write good, engaging content for your human visitors. But you can't be lazy about it. You actually have to write good stuff. 
an, another kind of misunderstanding is, oh, I'm going to create this sort of general products page or general services page, and I'm going to get it to rank for this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, and that keyword. No, it doesn't work that way. So you need to create one page of content, rocking awesome page of content that your human visitors will absolutely love, that when they read it, they become true fans, that they fall absolutely madly in love with you, Rob. And it needs to be 500 to 1,000 words, and Google will love you. And it needs to be based on one, one keyword. If you could do that, you'll be ahead of probably 95% of the planet. Because most people try to squeeze five pounds of groceries into a one-pound bag, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, when you say creating content, you know, even from our perspective, we think the more we get out there, the better it's going to be. You're telling us that is certainly not the case, right? No, the more that you get out there that follows a recipe, you know, this, this proven recipe that we've developed, the more that you get out there that follows the recipe, yes, then you win. But baking crappy cookies often during a day does not make you a good baker. <laughs> so if you walk into the kitchen, you're like, hey, I'm going to you – know, you completely mess up the recipe, but you mess up the recipe more often and you bake more crappy cookies than anybody else, that does not make you the ace of cakes, right? <laughs> Steven, what are some of the rewards that a business can expect after working with you? And what sorts of rewards do you take away from helping other businesses succeed in the online world? What does that success really look like to you? Well, so from a client perspective, it's it's really about the numbers, right? It's um, sure there are, of course, the feel-good moments of building a community, getting great feedback, you know, feeling like you're really making a difference in the world, and and so forth. And and I'm and I'm not being disparaging or trying to sound, you know, empty or shallow or falsely altruistic. Those things are really good things. But that isn't how we get measured in success. We don't get measured by Facebook likes, comments, shares. We don't get measured by the number of retweets, you know, likes and replies and so forth or repins or whatever. We, we don't get measured by that. We get measured by the bank account. And so how we create happy clients is by making sure that their sales went from X to Y, as we said that they would, and then, you know, they're happy to pay us the fee that, you know, was promised, uh, or we write a big check back and, and yes, <laughs> I have written the check back before. Um, and, and so we write the check back for the full fee and that's, and that's painful. So, you know, it's a big win for the client when their checking account is, as we said that it would be, it's a big win for us when we get to keep the money, um, and, and, and creating a, a happy client in the process. Steven, in your opinion, what is the most important part of an effective digital marketing strategy? Is it social media? Is it SEO? Is it email marketing? Anything else? What should businesses really focus their energy and ultimately their hard-earned dollars on for maximum ROI? Yeah, this might sound really silly or maybe you know counterintuitive, but but honestly, I, I, I believe this to my core. You know, pick one, maybe a couple of platforms. And, and be excellent at it. Like, be excellent uh, at it. And, and so, you know, don't try to do it all. You know, don't try to be excellent at, at SEO. Don't try to be, you know, excellent at the litany of social platforms with email marketing and so forth because it's just too much, especially for your audience that would likely be a small business owner, which I love. I've owned five. And, 
you know, if it, you just need to pick one, you don't need to, I mean, you need, if you do SEO, for example, in order to increase traffic, awesome. Should you have something on your website that asks your traffic to opt into an email list and then you can nurture and sell them over time? Sure. That's just really smart. Do you have to be an expert at Infusionsoft, at Funnels, at Facebook, at Snapchat, at, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram and Pinterest and, you know, blah, 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 blah. No. No, especially if you're a small business owner and you have a handful of employees and you're trying to rock it in your local marketplace, that's craziness. So pick a platform, be excellent at it, and your customers, you'll be able to attract your customers to that platform. The actor Will Smith is a great example. If you go to his website, there's no content there. None. There's a link to Facebook. You're like, Facebook? Really? You go to Facebook and you're like, okay, he's got 75 million fans. So, you know, Will Smith is like, you know what? I, I, I don't need to be on Twitter. I, I don't need to be on, you know, X platform. I'm going to own Facebook. And he does. Steven, you offer a guarantee, like we said earlier, which probably doesn't hurt in attracting new clients, but are you doing anything else to grow your customer base? And what would you tell an up and coming entrepreneur about gaining some traction in establishing and expanding their customer base? Well, another, another great question. Um, and I, th- these are really, really insightful questions. So, Thanks. and what I love, yeah, I mean, what I love about that is that you obviously took time to prep and so oh, forth. Of course. Yep. You know, which is which is amazing. So that's that's really really great for, for, that, uh, for your listeners. Yeah, of course. Uh, so even though we've mentioned several other kind of you know platforms and tech, if you will, I am so super bullish right now on podcasting, and and I, and I know that some people say 2013 was the year of the podcast. No, no, tw- tw- 2015 is the year of the podcast. No, wait, no, wait. It's still 2016's year of podcast. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, podcasting has been around since I don't know, like 1995. Okay, so it's not like it's this brand new world of tech, all right? But I think what companies are now figuring out is how they can build a thousand true fans, like Kevin Kelly said, you know, by using podcasting. And I think that the companies that are getting that right are going to really, really win because they can deliver engaging, amazing, instructional, educational content right to their earbuds of their very best prospects and customers, that they can go with them on a morning run, that they can go with them on the train or the daily commute, that they can be with them cutting the grass for Pete's sake. You can't do that on YouTube. I mean, you sort of can, but you kind of miss the whole benefit of doing video in the first place. And, and so I think that people who really understand podcasting, how podcasting can increase traffic leads and sales, and how podcasting creates leverage. Like this one interview can be then turned into a video using kinetic typography on YouTube. Awesome. This interview, it can be a compilation of other interviews of other you know experts and so forth, and then distilled down into the very best lessons and becomes an ebook. Or when you do 200 interviews, all that can be distilled down into your next book. And, and so business owners who are smart about and being strategic about the end game can use podcasting to create major, major wins. This is great advice. I'm getting goosebumps and I can't help but just nod my head with all of the new information. Okay, let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Thinking about starting your own podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. 
lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? We are currently experiencing technical problems. Please sit by. You need podcastrepairman.com. Not enough time in your day to produce a great podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. No matter what your need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit podcastrepairman.com today. Include the word Bidzy in your message at podcastrepairman.com and they will waive your $295 setup fee. So, Stephen, uh, I'm at the point in my show where I'm going to ask a few questions to get to know a little bit about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yep. Fire away. What type of cell phone do you use? Uh, iPhone 6 Plus. What type of car do you drive? Nissan Maxima. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? Disney World, without a doubt. And currently, do you have a favorite book? If I had to choose, so I'm going to give you two. Why? I, I don't know. Um, so my favorite book, although most people wouldn't consider it a book, uh, is the book of Ephesians. Um, but then, you know, what most people would consider to be a book um, would be The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Uh, your favorite meal? Peanut butter, Jif peanut butter, white bread, Smucker's cherry jelly, <laughs> and a glass of skim milk. Awesome. I think I'm going to go for that <laughs> as soon as we're done talking here. <laughs> And Stephen, besides this one and Onward Nation, do you have a favorite podcast? Love Joel Osteen's podcast. I think it rocks. His message is incredible. EO Fire with John Lee Dumas is otherworldly. It's fantastic. Um, Relaunch by Joel Bogus is off the charts. Business Rescue Roadmap by Stacey Tushel uh, is, uh, again, off the charts amazing. So those are some, you know, really kind of top of mind. But, but boy, there are a ton that I could mention. Tons of good resources there. Stephen, I have a few more questions for you. The next one is this. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about succeeding with their online business? Yeah, um, stop running from it. In my opinion, the biggest reason, there are two huge obstacles that every business owner faces, every person who's ever you know, breathed a breath on this planet faces. And that's the fear of poverty and the fear of criticism. And it's all wrapped up into the imposter syndrome. And, and so if a business owner says to you, oh, Rob, you know, I don't want to do podcasting because blah, 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 too much time, how am I going to make money, blah, 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 blah. All that means is, Rob, I'm afraid that I'm going to get onto a podcast. Nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to listen. I won't be able to get guests, and I'm going to look like an idiot. That's what that means. Or, you know, um, I don't want to have a YouTube channel because uh, video is hard, and, um, you know, we're, how am I going to get the subject matter? You know, I just, gosh darn, it's going to be too expensive to set up a studio. No, it'll cost you $200 off of Amazon. And, and all of that is just an excuse. Um, you know, I'm not a very good writer, so I don't want to have a blog and blah, 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 blah. All that means is I'm afraid that somebody's going to come across my blog and tell me it stinks. Okay? And... All of the excuses, like there has never been a better time to be awesome. 
I mean, tech is nearly free. Distribution channels are nearly free. You know, as Gary Vaynerchuk said in 2013, you need to think of yourself as a media channel. Like it costs nothing to get into iTunes, to get into YouTube, to create a you know community on Vine. Why in the world aren't you doing it? And don't give yourself the excuse that it's too hard. It's not too hard. You're afraid. And as soon as you come to grips with the fact that you're just afraid to do it, go and puke in a trash can, be scared, and do it anyway, <laughs> because that's what it takes to win. Steven, I can hear the intensity in your voice, and I hope that my listeners are as inspired as I am right now. Steven, what does the future look like for Predictive ROI and your own podcast, Onward Nation? You know, I think we've got a pretty good forecast of what 2016 is going to represent to us. You know, we're we're hiring and adding, you know, more um, full-time employees. You know, this next semester we'll have a crop of rock star interns as we've had in most of our other sort of semesters, if you will, with Predictive ROI. We've had 22 interns. So I am really, really bullish about podcasting and what that represents to our business. We created a product called a sales generating podcast that in and of itself would generate about a million dollars of revenue for Predictive ROI this year. And I'm very excited with where the the predictive ROI method is going. So I am so bullish about 2016. Where's that going to go beyond, you know, in 2017 and 18? I know we're going to do fun and interesting things, but wow. I mean, things, and it sounds like an oxymoron, not an oxymoron, um, I guess cliche to say, things change so quickly. You know, we were just working on uh, Eric on my leadership team. He and I were just kind of forming out, you know, the the next kind of five years, if you will, uh, for one of our new uh, employees, a five-year career path for him. And and it got really murky around year four and year five. And we're like, oh, gosh, we kind of know what his end game is. And he was on the call with us, but but it became really murky by around year four and five. So I think you know, this year we have a clear view as to what we're doing and how we're executing. 17 looks pretty darn awesome too. 18 starts to get a little bit fuzzy because we'll see how tech and platforms change. Um, but, but I know we'll adapt with it and roll with it just like we always have. Constant adaptation. Steven, how can people find you? Um, pretty easy. So, you know, if, if you go to, if you just kind of Google Stephen Westner, you know, you'll find me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you know, whatever, and, or predictive ROI, you can find us there. Onwardnation.com is, you know, the, the digital headquarters, if you will, of our podcast. Um, you're certainly welcome, you know, to send me an email. I do read every single one. It doesn't go into some sort of fancy filter or anything like that, which is just Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at predictiveroi.com. I promise I read every single one and reply to every single one. So feel free to email me any questions. Stephen, illuminating stuff today. Thank you so much for sharing it with our listeners on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Well, thanks very much for the invitation. It was very kind of you and a delight to be here today. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how to grow your business. 
Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.